Hey there, enjoying SBO Perspectives? Make sure to like, subscribe, and rate us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy your podcasts. Now, on to this week's episode. Welcome to SBO Perspectives, the pulse of school business. And the official podcast of ASBO International. Yes, we are the official podcast, and I am Dr. Jack R. Mitchell here along with the one and only esteemed. Wow, John Brucato. You really I added a little bit more there, there right? You, uh, you're like, wait a second, that's not the normal one. <laughs> I'm not used <laughs> no, to that but this one. is pretty good. Well, it's not a normal day, right? Uh, well, it is a normal day. It is a Friday, but it is before a holiday weekend. We're looking forward. We're still excited to. For, um, the upcoming conference. But with that, we have a great guest on and uh, just let our listeners know um, who that person is. Sure. We've been making our way around the EAC, the Editorial Advisory Committee. We had a great opportunity to meet with them this past March. So we've just been kind of plucking them away from the committee and just kind of picking their brains on very specific uh, topics that they're experts in. And today is no different. We have Brian Allen, Brian is located in the Wooster Public Schools as the deputy superintendent, and we just focus on his storied career with ASBO International. He, I mean, he's been with the same district for his entire career, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So um, you don't always see that all the time. So we wanted to take mm-hmm. advantage of his knowledge and his expertise and just really kind of expound on what it means to be a successful school business official and why it's so important to be involved. So with that being said, we're excited to bring you our conversation with Brian. Today on the podcast, we have Brian Allen. Brian is a Deputy Superintendent, Chief Operating Officer, and Chief Financial Officer of the Wooster Public Schools located in Massachusetts. Brian, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Good, John. And Jack, nice to see you guys again. And did I say that correctly? Wooster? Wooster. All right. It's not worth it. All right. That's good. (laughs) That's a real strong name. Uh, You know, you get excited at the prep rally. Wooster. (laughs) That's great. So, Brian, we're so appreciative of you coming on. Um, and, you know, John and I were just talking about how uh, that special time we had, you know, right back in uh, March um, at the headquarters uh, with the whole editorial advisory committee. And uh, that's where we met you in person. And so um, since then, we can say we saved the best for last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've made our way around the editorial advisory yes. committee individually. Yeah. So uh, we thank you for coming on. So. As with anyone else, you know the format. Um, and so if you're not being a rookie, we still do want folks listening out there to understand, you know, who you are and who we have on. So if you could just take a minute, you know, just briefly describe your background experience, you know, as an SBL. Sure. Um, it's great to be here and good to see you guys again. So I'm going to start with a quick story if I can. So oh, yeah, we love stories. <laughs> my my son, when he w- he's now a college freshman, but he was about four years old. Uh, we were driving in a car and he... I said, hey, Zach, what do you want to do when you grow up? And he says, I want to be a firefighter, a Pokemon trainer, or a regular job just like you, Dad. Oh. <laughs> if only he a knew, regular Brian. job. If only a regular he knew. job. So that's a good one. You know, I thought about that. We don't actually, you know, graduate from high school saying we want to be school business officials, right? But right. here we are. Here we all are. So um, I'm actually in my 30th year in school wow. and municipal finance all with the city of Worcester. So, wow. um, amazing. And, yeah, Worcester is the second largest uh, city in New England. We have a post-COVID mm. enrollment of 24,000 students, 50 schools, <sighs> and I've been the lead school business official now for 24 years. 
Wow, wow that is amazing. I see those plaques behind you. Maybe, you know, that's why you got so many Even accolades. Like out of wall but space, well-deserved, of course. Thank you. <laughs> Well, that's a that's a great career, and uh, you know, even though you're not catching Pokemon, I think that's still impressive that <laughs> you've been uh, with Wooster for so long. <laughs> um, but we brought you on to really kind of dive into just your involvement with Asbo International, and just kind of really picking your brain and what it means to be a school business official. So, with that being said, you know, you're a bronze Asbo International member, meaning that you've been with the organization for over 15 years. So. Not only have you been with your district for the majority of your career, or the lead with the majority of your career, but you've been with ASBO International quite an extensive period too. So can you reflect on your experience with ASBO International and um, what roles do you play with with the organization and, and why is it so important to you? Yeah, no, that's a great question, John. Um, so I think, as we all know, as a school business official in our district, sometimes we feel like we're out on an island, right? There's Sure. Not many people mm-hmm. in the districts that actually know what we need to know um, and don't necessarily speak our same language, but we have to connect that to the resources within the district. And so um, that's why uh, organizations like ASBO International is so important. 22 years ago, a mentor of mine suggested I join MASBO, uh, Massachusetts ASBO, um, okay. and really to connect with other school business officials in the state. And then once I got active there, they I was suggested to join ASBO International. So, I, you know, I've been a member of ASBO International almost as long. And so I think we all realize that being a member of this type of an organization has made me a, a much better and effective school business official. Um, and so I learn best when I'm actively doing something and being actively engaged in a topic. So by serving on committees, um, and in Massachusetts, ultimately serving through the chairs, becoming, you know, a past president and then on several boards uh, and committees yes. with uh, ASBO. I, I just think um, b- being engaged um, with these associations makes us all a better school business official. And so that's why I've been actively involved with so many different committees. That's great. And I, I couldn't agree more. And do you I mean, you said you were with MASBO and International almost right at the same time. At that time, or even now, do you find it challenging to kind of just balance and prioritize your time? Because you're really involved and it's really impressive, but there's only so many hours in a day. So how do you kind of find that equilibrium? Yeah, I think it's a struggle anytime to get out of the office. But what I've found is you've really got to make that time to do and engage in the various platforms of professional development to help us continue Mm -hmm. to learn. So whether it's an in-person conference like coming up later this month in Maryland, you've really got to find the time to be able to get out of the office, um, go do some content, network with colleagues, and really make those relationships. Because at the end of the day, it does make you a better school business official. So it sounds like you're not making new time, but just kind of reprioritizing your time. Exactly. Exactly. So, so Brian, you know, and I do want to make mention that you were a former Eagle Award winner. Um, congrats on that. Um, and, you know, in particular, your time as the chair of the Education Advisory Committee, right, um, is coming to the end of December. Um, and I, I might say I, I'm very thankful that I um, was put on that uh, committee this year. Looking forward to our, our, our gathering um, in a couple of weeks. But from something you started a few years ago, because I believe it started several years ago to now, what has your journey been like serving in that committee? 
Yeah, thank you, Jack. That's a great question. Because the Education Advisory Committee is a relatively new committee. It came out of um, what used to be called the Annual Conference and Expo Committee, which really, okay. at the time, only focused on content for the annual conference. Got but it. as ASBO has evolved, and now there's boot camps and webinars and on-demand learning, right? Mm -hmm. The Education Committee was really formed develop content and identify speakers for all of those different formats. And so it's really been a, an exciting change for the association to have a group of content experts kind of inform uh, all the ver various different PD that the association um, delivers during the course of the year. And it's interesting you said that only because um, one time when we were planning, uh, we had to figure out folks. I actually volunteered for a session, um, you know, one of the virtual ones. And it was very interesting, uh, I tell you, then the least. Um, but I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. It's, it's been a great experience, I can tell you that. Yeah, definitely. And, and for those listening, Brian, I mean, we're just kind of scratching the surface, but where does somebody kind of dip their toe in the water to get involved if they're looking to be more involved with the ASBO International and these committees? I just reach out to the ASBO staff. They're more than uh, willing to help you get on a committee that you're interested in. The education committee is so broad. Um, I don't want to sound like biased towards that committee, but there's so many different content areas that you can just jump on. You get way more out of serving on a committee than the time you have to put in. So right. you know, if there's a particular area that you're interested in, join that committee, get you, uh, it just gets you engaged into the whole community. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we've talked about your involvement quite extensively, and I mean, you've been a consumer of these organizations, but that's not where it stops. I mean, you also contribute heavily to ASBO International. I mean, you've had blog posts, you do virtual roundtables. Why do you think that's so important to school business officials out there, whether there's somebody who's been in the seat and participating maybe as long as you or, you know, a, a new school business official that's just starting out? I think I've learned over the years, the many years, that we learn best from our own colleagues. And so um, so whether it's a blog post, I, even after 30 years in the business, I don't know the answers to everything. Right. But putting a blog post out there or responding, it's kind of like quick PD, right? Because I know somebody out there in the ASBO world has encountered this before or multiple people. And to get that feedback, I think that's an important networking loop. Um, for um, the ASBO members to participate in. So, uh, you know, so whether it's the actual PD conferences, learning from our own colleagues, I, I found to be the most effective. And then by participating in those blog posts, the, the blog community, I, I just think is so important. Yeah, I, I recalling on my own experience, I mean, there's plenty of things I don't know, but I don't think there's been one instance where I've cast a net and people have, come back with, I've never seen that before. There's always at least one or two people that have come across an issue or something tangential to an issue I've raised. What I found is we're not in competition with one another and we're right. always willing to support each other. So yes. that's really what the, how valuable that, that network is. Yeah. You hit on the head. So, you know, um, we looked at your last um, contribution, uh, literary, you know, for the SBA uh, a few months ago, I think you collaborated with David Bain. Um, and I think you mentioned something there from good to great. Um, you know, professional development, just diving in deeper to what our conversation just evolved towards, uh, maybe provide us an example. If you could tell us more in depth what you meant by that, and then several ways in which an SBO could really utilize professional development in their career. 
Yeah, no, thanks. And first, I got to say that working with David Biden over the last several years has been a, a absolute pleasure. I, I didn't really know David before then, but um, he is just so knowledgeable. He's got a great wit and he's got an ability to get oh, everybody yeah. engaged <laughs> um, in, you know, Passionate participating. Guy. Exactly. For sure. Absolutely. So <laughs> that's, under, that's an understatement, by the way. I didn't interrupt you, but right, we right. know David. <laughs> We've had him on before and we know him well. <laughs> yes. So I'm a big fan of the Jim Collins book, Good to Great, and where he okay. describes we're taking a, a process of going from good to great within a company. And the book also talks about we have a lot of good schools out there, but not a lot of great schools mm. because the enemy of great is good. And sometimes there's a temptation that good enough is enough. And so um, so that was important. And so what I think David and I were trying to convey in that article is that the PD offerings from ASBO International can take you from a novice uh, school business official to a very skilled uh, school business official, but it also can take okay. a skilled uh, school business official to a, uh, an outstanding one as well. Another so, level. right. So that's what we're just saying, regardless of your years of experience as a school business official, there's always opportunities to learn more because education mm -hmm. continues to change every day, every year, right? So to stay up on top of everything that's changing is important. I like that, you know? Um, and I, I want to say that for those listening, what could you say for them in this current environment would be the most pertinent areas of focus, really, like for effective PD? Well, I, I think because what I'm seeing is really a mix of novice or newer school business officials and a lot of experienced school business officials and because of the various different platforms, the, I think Effective PD really applies to the individual now. What do they need to work on and where can they access yeah. that content? Maybe it's leadership skills. Maybe it's a content area, you know, or some of the mm -hmm. other soft skills that they need to yeah. work on. And Makes so sense. instead of a one-size-fits-all, there's a bunch of different opportunities out there on the ASBO platform where people can access and learn from depending on what they need to learn. And are you seeing a theme in terms of what the need is, maybe just focused in your area in Massachusetts? Is it those soft skills? Is it leadership? Or is it we need to get down into state aid and uh, expenses and budgeting and long-range planning? It's, I think it's all of those, but then it's also planning for the future, like what will artificial intelligence and future-ready schools look like? And so planning for the future, right? That's, to us, our school district, that's the next wave is how do we embrace AI and use it? What does a future-ready school look like? And what does it mean for resources and facilities and budgeting and so forth? And so I, I think it's a, all of those, John. It's it's a combination of all of those. Yeah, great. Well said. Well, winding down here, uh, as we do with anybody on the podcast, we always like to give our guests an opportunity to kind of leave our listeners with a piece of advice. So, Brian, if you're sitting across the table from a seasoned business official like yourself or somebody who's just starting out and not really sure where to, to begin – what single piece of advice would you be able to offer to our listeners today? I think my advice is pretty simple. It's to stay engaged. It, as I said earlier, it's tough to get out of the office, but you got to make time to do it. And to attend at least one of the in-person conferences by ASBO, whether it's uh, the annual conference coming up in a few weeks uh, from now, whether it's the leadership forum that's held mm -hmm. you know, in the wintertime or the Eagle uh, conference uh, during the summer attend at least one of those per year. It's well worth the time out of the office to engage with peer communities like yours and build that network 
engage by serving on committees of ASBO International, and then engage by bringing your expertise forward by writing an article or uh, um, uh, being a presenter at a conference. That's great. Yeah, this is great. great. Thank you, Brian. This has been awesome. Uh, you know, professional development we talk about, and like we can see, but the behind the scenes that you provided uh, by being the education advisor, the committee chair, um, and offering all these things uh, to um, not just, you know, for our listeners, but anybody across the, the country when it comes to ASMA National and the PD, um, it's been great. And they can really, like you said, learn more, pick up more, go to next level. And of course, um, for those who don't have, you know, any opportunities, they can have, you know, virtually uh, through this channel. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. So, Brian, thank you for your time today. And we really look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks at the conference. Thanks, Jack and John. Thank you again for tuning in to SBO Perspectives. We hope yes. you enjoyed our conversation with Brian today. Uh, really introspective and amazing to talk to somebody who's been in a school district for as long as a they have season. been and has been equally involved with his state organization and ASBO International. Yeah, John, I think he gets it. Um, you can hear in his voice, yeah. his conviction uh, as he spoke, just really a part uh, to the professional development and how he said it can really make him a major impact, not for those just coming into the field, but for those even folks um, like us, or even more folks uh, that have more years behind their belt. But, um, you know, I got to say that if there is a Hall of Fame, if you will quote, unquote, for <laughs> um, school business officials, um, he definitely would be one of those folks. And there's many that we've had on prior, sure. but um, his knowledge, and you could just, like I said, he exudes it um, in the conversation. He really um, is on point with PD. So um, we thank you for coming on. And we hope our listeners, uh, well, we first thank you f for listening each and every week. But um, we hope you, as you would say, glean a little bit out of this episode. Absolutely. Again, as Jack said, thank you again for tuning in week after week. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. And we'll be back next week with some even more. <laughs>